Getting hitched? There's a podcast for that, and you're listening to it. The Save the Date Wedding Podcast, the number one podcast about all things wedding-y. Save the Date is hosted by comedian, author, and all-around wedding lover, Alicia McCormack. It is part two of the Save the Date slash Something Turquoise Guide to the Top 10 Wedding Tips. How about that? Put that on a t-shirt, Jen. <laughs> that would be like a mumu. <laughs> You would make that because you are the DIY queen. <laughs> I might. So I maybe might. for Christmas this year, you could just print that on a big moo moo for me and yeah. I'll wear it around. Yeah, and I'll have to mail it 30 days in advance just to make sure you get it, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Now, uh, I am so delighted. We, I, I, we, this was only going to be one episode and then we had so many. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm already claiming your glory. You had so many amazing <laughs> tips. We had to split it into two eps. Yeah, I mean, a typical hairdresser can talk all day long. <laughs> You're very right? good at that. So uh, that's my problem. But you also hold everyone's secrets. I always said, working in television, <laughs> those hair and makeup ladies knew everything that was going down. Yes, and now that I'm officially out of the business, now yeah. I can tell everyone's oh secrets, right? Yeah, and well, I'll keep them anymore. Isn't it like a doctor? I think you should all be signing non-disclosure <laughs> agreements. <laughs> I want to hairdress a non-disclosure agreement. So if I am, uh, you know, revealing secrets, because somehow hairdressers have skills. You want to know what it is? Yeah. It's because we're touching you. (gasps) Your doctor hardly even touches you. That's so true. It's very intimate. And I sometimes feel like I get a, I get a bit relaxed in the chair and I like a chat. Don't worry. You know, you know me. I like a chat. But I also just like, it gets me to that special relaxed place that's hard to get to. In an, that sounds weird. I didn't mean to make no. that sound dodgy. But, no, it didn't. But a, a scalp massage is something magic. Oh, yeah. I'm Ooh. good at that, too. I bet you are. Yeah. Can I just ask you, before we get into uh, number tip six to ten, is now you're retired, do you still do a bit of hair on the side? I don't. <gasps> What about for family and friends? Because I feel like it's something I would have to come and go. I'm terrible. (laughs) So I cut my husband's hair because there's no way that I could have anybody else touching him like that. Of course not. Um, And I cut my dad's hair. Cute. But my mom goes to my old business partner because I want my mom to have that experience, just like you were talking about the relaxation um, I want her to still have that. Go to the salon, get her hair done. I don't want to be washing her hair out in the sink. Mm, of course, because you, you know, washing salon. color out in the sink. Yeah. No. And then um, I don't want to be, um, you know, with color. If you buy color, it spoils. Oh. So I don't want to have to be, you know, no. Mm-mm. You want to come do crafts with me? Yes. Well, you we... need like a bang trim here or there, maybe if you're lucky. <laughs> Bring over a bottle of wine and maybe you'll get a little trim trim. She can get but... that, but it's a bang trim before the wine, please. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but no, for the most part, um, I have left it behind. Well, I... I think, I, and I'm happy that you're happy, but I'm happy <laughs> that you have, you know, you've got all this information that you're still willing to share because it's very valuable. It is. It really is. And I, I just, I love talking about weddings and I love talking about wedding hair. I'm super passionate about wedding hair. Um, not as passionate as I am about DIY wedding tutorials and 
crafts and things, but um, I still love to uh, talk about how important just some of these tips are to make sure that as a bride, you have the best wedding hair. I think this is such a good point. So if you haven't listened to episode 95, which is the first episode that we uh, talked about this wonderful topic, go back and listen because the uh, top tips, one to five, are very important. But of course, this is episode 97. We are moving on to tip number six. This is, I think this is quite an important point. I have read ahead. See, I've done my research. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, again... Just like you want everything else to be perfect for your wedding day, the flowers, the fashion, the decor, the whole bit, right? You want your hair to look its best. So um, my sixth tip is use an at-home deep conditioner every other week for three months before your wedding. Yeah. Uh, Talk to your stylist to get the correct deep conditioner for your hair type. Um, If you have fine hair, you might want a protein-based deep conditioner if you have dry uh thick hair you might want a moisture based conditioner um those different uh elements in the conditioner will either you know i've i'm sure that you've heard um finer hair people say oh deep conditioners weigh my hair down Mm. that's because you don't have the right one for you right so if you really trust your stylist or you go into a, a specialized beauty salon um you know that sells great products you want to find that deep conditioner for you, and um, you can also go in and have a professionally uh, a professional treatment of a deep conditioner. Um, but you don't want to do that anywhere around your color, right? So that would be maybe a separate thing. So let's say like before your bridal shower would be a wonderful time because you could go in, get a deep conditioner uh, treatment done, and then get a style a blow dry. And then uh, go to your bridal shower. That would be the perfect time. But the deep conditioner will actually pull out fresh color. Ah. So you don't want to do it at the same time as your hair color. So, Jen, that leads me, and this isn't on the list, but I think it's something that is a lot of people don't really know. When is the best time to make that appointment for the final color before the wedding day? That's a really good question because everybody is going to have their own uh, their own perfect date. Mm. So um, the gal who has the more boho, um, lived-in ombre style can go six weeks before her wedding. Yeah. The gal who dyes her roots might need to go one week. So it's really up to so, whether you what sort of look yeah. you want to have. And what kind of color you're getting. Yeah. So I did mine, I think, about two weeks before just because I wanted a tiny bit of that grow out. I had a... Uh, you know, a blonde weave. So um, I wanted a little bit of my natural root to come out so it didn't look like I had just freshly had my hair done. Uh-huh. Um, so that's really going to be a, a very personal decision with you and your hairstylist. But probably best not to pop in the day before. Well, I mean, okay, I've had some blondes, right, mm-hmm. that want that blonde looking like it's growing out of their head. <laughs> so I've had some girls that are coming in two days, three days before their, their wedding, and they probably would have come the morning if I would have let them. <laughs> so, um, but then, but blonde doesn't stain your skin or anything like yes. brunette. See, I'm so thinking if, like if, a brown head. I'm thinking yes, about you are. Yeah, see, look at that. So, 
<laughs> so, you know, brunettes, if you're coloring your entire uh, scalp, then you're going to have some staining around your hairline. So, yeah, a solid week before might be good. So, um, again, it's totally up to you and what color you you have. Yeah, we don't, the brown heads and I, I think all the brown heads <laughs> listening will be going, yeah, yeah, we know about the stain. It looks yep. freaky, and if you walk out of a salon, you don't realize it, and you get people staring at your ears or something or your neck, and you go, all right, they haven't used the Vaseline or whatever they're supposed to use around right. the head. So, And I would really hope that your stylist, knowing that your wedding is coming up, would really amp up the Vaseline job. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to that, hairstylists out there, and look, take it into your own hands if you're worried. Right. <laughs> All right. Chapstick works too. Okay, that's a great. See, good point. This is why you're an expert. I love it. <laughs> just hit your head with your scalp with some chapstick. Yep, try to. Just put it on real quick. <laughs> oh, I love it. All right, number seven. This is my favorite. My absolute favorite. All right. Okay. So, um, if you can't decide on one hairstyle, where to? Stop it. How do we do that? Just like, just like um, uh, uh, a ceremony dress and a reception dress. Yeah, you do the same thing with hair. Now, does that mean you so, have to have your hairdresser with you, or can we do this ourselves? Oh, absolutely. So this is my favorite, probably because this is what I love to do. Right, I love to do one hairstyle, go to the wedding, have a drink, have the bride after the ceremony, do a brand new hairstyle for the reception, and have her go out and then I get to stay for the whole time, right? Yeah, I, I love this. This is going, this yeah. is how I can have a good time. This is how I can have a good time. <laughs> but I absolutely love it. So um, the girls in my family all had this because obviously I was there. Of course. So, um, so yeah, you can uh, start with your hair down, beautiful down for the ceremony. But then if you want to get crazy and get wild and dancing on the dance floor and you don't want your back sweating with your hair getting all messed up, have your hairdresser before you make your grand entrance. Throw your hair up in a super cute uh, little updo, and then you have a brand new look. You don't even have to change your dress. And if your hair's already set, if you're having a, like a soft curl or something, yep. it makes it a little easier to do the updo, doesn't well, it? Yeah, the updo for me could take ten minutes. Wow, no joke. I love this. And so your hairdresser gets to have a lovely glass of champs, white. Yeah. Does Gets to see too. the ceremony oh. because for me, I loved it. Maybe some people didn't love it. Some other hairdressers maybe aren't interested. Obviously, I have a little wedding obsession going on. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I absolutely loved when my brides asked me to stay and help them continue to keep their style looking beautiful throughout their day. Um, so I absolutely loved that. But, um, uh, yeah, so, uh, the two uh, special girls in my family, one started with her hair up and the other started with her hair down. Nice. And so then uh, after the ceremony, took the hair down and she looked gorgeous for reception. So you could do either way. You can also do if you wear your hair down. You can uh, take off your veil and pin have your hair pinned back just a little bit and add like a really pretty hair piece. Oh, that's nice. Um, so you can make subtle changes too and maybe... Uh, if you either can't afford or you don't want to have your hairdresser there, um, you can have a bridesmaid that's really good at hair help you with that part. Yeah, and uh, even if it's down, you could do a little twist and add a clip or something. Yeah. That could be quite nice. Yeah. 
Yeah. We are talking all about hair. In fact, the top 10 wedding hair tips from the wonderful Jen from somethingturquoise.com. There'll be more after this. Now, number eight is one of those things, actually, I, and I think this is going to change from head to head, but this fascinates me, this topic of how clean or dirty should we arrive at the hairdressing salon with our heads. That's, again, like the uh, color, like the coloring issue. This is really going to be about your head, your hair, your style, uh, how greasy your hair actually gets. For me, I went five days. Shush. Yeah. You have now, if you, now please, please Google stalk Jen because she's got an amazing <laughs> head of gorgeous blonde hair. But blondes can do that way more than brunettes because we look like blonde greasy old curly. hobos. Blonde and curly. So yeah. my hair's dry and uh, just I don't get oily. But um, those first two days for a curly hair girl, all my curly hair girls will know what I mean. Those first two days are scary sometimes. <laughs> So for me, my hair looks the best on day three or day four when it's calmed down. It has a little bit of oil run through it. I've hit it with the curling iron a few times, and um, it will actually do what I want. Right. So, um, but uh, some gals with fine hair, uh, you want to wash it the night before. You just don't want to wash it that morning. Yeah, because it doesn't, I, I know I've got very fine hair, and I know that my hair doesn't hold a curl when it's freshly washed it basically drops the second you put the the straightener through it or the curler through it yeah absolutely and another thing that you can do to uh amp up the dirty because the biggest thing that i hear is oh i don't want dirty hair on my wedding day it's like you know you don't you don't want your hair to smell you're going to be um you know hugging a bunch of people or whatever if your hair smells you need to wash it yeah that you went too long that's dirty (laughs) there's dirty hair and then there's like you need to be hosed down by some sort of yes. biochemist. <laughs> None of that. That's not allowed. <laughs> we have so, we, ha- we have different ideas of dirty. It, yes, you you want it to be not stinky, but has not, some life. But has some has some oil, something that's going to give it um, the ability to hold the curl like you talked about and hold a bobby pin. Mm. So, um, uh. Do you, oh my God. Do you, I, I totally I, lost I, my train of thought. No, well, I'm going to get you back another, on your train of thought. There was thought. another dirty hair point I was trying to make, but go for it. What about dry shampoo and the powders that you can put on your scalp? And Absolutely. I forgot what they're called. But so they're that, was, cool. that is my point, the dry shampoo. So you can uh, spray in this dry shampoo, which is actually uh, similar to baby powder in a spray. It's the best invention known to man and yes. if we can cure cancer, that'd be great. But ahead of that, dry shampoo is the my greatest. favorite thing in the world. Especially the now, brown head shampoo because you can get okay, the Okay, so I wanted to make sure that you that's the one you get. Yeah. Yeah, the colored shampoo. Because I used to, when it first came out, I would use the normal dry shampoo and then really have to shake it into my hair because it would look like I had gray roots. And that just doesn't work. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm really glad that they came up with the technology for the colored powder. Yeah. So that's wonderful. But almost every one of my wedding hairstyles would start with a foundation of dry, of dry shampoo. Wow, that's great. And it just, um, some of them, you know, are scented, some aren't. Uh, and it really just, it kind of like takes away the oil, but at the same time gives you like a lot of volume. Ooh, I love volume. And uh, it's the perfect foundation for a wedding hairstyle. 
Couldn't agree. And just the person, it saves my ass so many times. Again, with dull, as soon as like day two or day three for me, I rarely take it to day three because my hair just looks like I've been living outside. But um, (laughs) (laughs) the, you know, a little bit of dry shampoo just really gives it a bit of like, oh, we're back in business. Yes, it does. It's amazing. Now, number nine, to veil or not to veil? Now, this is a very uh, common Personal. question. Personal, yeah. common, everyone's different. But what what are your thoughts? Well, I mean, from the birdcage veil to the cathedral veil, I mean, you have to look at your style, your personality, your overall um, fashion um, for your wedding day. Uh, that's a really, it's a really hard question. You, so, have, you have so many wonderful – I mean, Jen, you, you must visit something turquoise and see some of Jen's Etsy supplies because there are a few um, – when I was doing some good old stalking on your website, you've got some <laughs> wonderful supplies that you are recommending uh, that are makers of veils and hair accessories and oh, hats yeah. and things. So there's mm-hmm. so many options. There's a lot of options. So if you don't want to go with a veil – do a hair piece, uh, uh, and when I say hair piece, it sounds funny because I'm thinking of like granny pinning some <laughs> like wig hair onto her, but really that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about like a beautiful hair adornment yes. that, you know, like a clip or comb or, you know, Etsy is packed full of the most amazing hair clips and beautiful like little things for your hair for your wedding it's amazing I remember when I was getting married this is almost nine years ago now you know I had to go to the wedding shop to find something like that yeah and ugh, right (laughs) so you brides are so lucky now that you have places like Etsy because these amazing artists are making such a such awesome unique items that you can even have personalized so if you have something you know if you have a specific color or specific theme in mind you can always contact these people and say hey can you just tweak this design just a little bit just for me and chances are they will yeah so um so yeah if you don't wear a veil so tip number nine is if you don't wear a veil wear something special in your hair i I, I don't think I've talked about. I don't think I talked about my wedding hair. I mean, who cares? But in my wedding hair, I didn't have a veil because I had quite a sleek '50s style dress that I thought just didn't need extra fuss around it. Sure. So I, but I still wanted something a little bit snazzy in my hair, and I found a wonderful um, artist who made these gorgeous hair like a pin this collection it's her name is carly gartner if anyone's interested but she made a hair slide out of it was hand beaded and here's the weirdest thing the beads were beautiful flowers they were you can go to my pinterest page and see it okay but the flowers and this is a bit kooky and weird but they came from graves (laughs) (laughs) what (laughs) well not actual graves like she went and picked up old flowers. No, from- well, they were uh, like old. I, 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 ha- I almost have to contact her now to actually get her to explain this. That sounds really grim. Like she's going to loot. She wasn't going to loot graves, but they are come from a tradition. <laughs> 
It comes from the tradition of the flowers, they came, they used to be placed on graves in the olden days. They would make flowers out of beautiful beaded uh, details so they wouldn't die. And so the flowers that were put on my thing, somehow Carly had found them. Um, I cannot even remember which, which, where they came from, but she repurposes things. Her whole her whole business is making bespoke jewelry out of old jewelry and old wow. things. So it sounds weird when you go. They came from graves because it sounds right. grim, right? <laughs> but uh, I promise it wasn't as grim as that. I just made it out to be. Anyway, I'll put a link up so people can see it, so it doesn't look as creepy like I'm wearing corpse head or something. <laughs> Her stuff, is, awesome. her stuff is so beautiful. I, I, I hope I've done not just given her a disservice. I was so delighted with this clip in my hair on the day, but it had a kooky story to it, of course. I like kooky stories. Thank you. Hey, let's kooky story it up for number 10 because I, this okay. is, yeah, we were. This is the biggest. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay, girls, listen up. <laughs> Do not wear a style on your wedding day that you don't normally wear. Hallelujah. Okay. If you are that girl, that woman, who never wears her hair up, do not wear your hair up. Mm. I don't know why this is like a thing, okay? People feel like they need to have their hair up or extra polished for their wedding, and you don't have to. You should wear a hairstyle that naturally reflects your style. So I wear my hair about a thousand different ways, and probably because I w- was a hairdresser. Sure. Um, but I wanted to go with something that fit my current haircut, that fit the current trend, um, and something that, you know, really reflected me. So the biggest thing is to not go outside of your box with your hair for your wedding. So you can if you're that wild and kooky bride, <laughs> but if you... Again, if you always wear your hair up every single day of your life, you're that that woman with the top knot. Wear a super gorgeous styled top knot with a with some type of beautiful hairpin, right? Um again, if you never wear your hair down, do not wear it up. Yeah. It's simple. You won't look like yourself, and that's the biggest thing. Is if you go with a uh, a hairstyle that is unlike you, you won't look like you. Exactly. And your partner doesn't want to see some sort of weird mask, hair, freaky person appearing at the other end of the aisle. It's, Agreed. It's not the, It's not what you should be doing. Agreed. And if you, I think Pinterest, we, you know, I have, I have a love-hate with Pinterest in the sense that people see these images and go, that's what I could be. And you go, listen, take inspiration, but you don't need to copy something that's not you. <laughs> Right. <laughs> this has been so tops. That was like, I could talk to you for another 150 hours. And it's lucky and you're I coming back. I think I could too. Aww. What a team. It's so nice. And here's the thing. Jen is coming back. Uh, look, she's coming back many times again because it will never happen again that she's going to wait another 80 episodes to talk to me again. No. That's terrible. It's awful. But the beautiful thing is Jen is going to be coming back to talk with the lovely Jess from The Budget Savvy Bride. They are very good friends. I love... Love her. I love love watching you guys on Facebook just hang around. (laughs) (laughs) 
I want to come and be, I want to be in your, I'm like a jealous little friend going, I want to be in that crew. (laughs) You can come. Oh, I will. (laughs) Uh, How about when I'm in New York next, you come to New York (gasps) and then it'll be like meeting in the middle. I like that so much. Listen to me. I'm just spending money like it's crazy, but I will come and make a purpose. It's tax deductible. Agreed. Oh my gosh. So look, so you won't have to wait too much longer to hear the wonderful Jen again. And Jen, we must talk, we'll be talking in that episode about budget friendly DIY projects and lots of other things. So yes, because DIY is not always budget friendly. Exactly. And that's something I think we need to break down some barriers there. Absolutely. People do get obsessed and then go, Oh, it's quite pricey. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and also time. It's not necessarily always time friendly if you aren't no. DIY inclined. No. So also I will put that out there now. If you have a question that is DIY or budget specific, do make sure you email me, visit savethedatepodcast.com, send it through, and I will make sure I earmark that to present to Jen in very upcoming, Perfect. very soon times. Perfect. Now, Jen, if people want to get in touch with you, how do they do that? Um, so my favorite, well, okay. My favorite right now is Instagram, but I have a new love periscope. Yay! So I'm actually going to be doing a periscope just a little bit later of today's DIY. And I'm going to continue to do periscopes every DIY day. What's a DIY day? I love this. So when I share my DIYs on the blog, I'm going to then do a periscope of me doing it. In front of the live stream. Oh, my God. So that everybody can see um, just how easy my stuff is to make. Well, I'll be jumping on that train. This is amazing. I keep talking. I did a, my last Q&A episode. I did a whole segment on saying about Periscope, how wonderful it is, and also that people should get involved. And, and they don't have to broadcast, but at least linger and watch. Yeah, it's so addicting. It is addicting. And I did a Periscope last night, and I was in my running clothes. I didn't have even brush my hair. Who cares? Who cares? That's the best (laughs) part is that it really, uh, you can't upload, you can't edit. It is what it is. Yeah. And that's my style. So, I mean, mostly you get me unedited on this podcast. I do do the swears. (laughs) You do hear it all. And I talk about having dead things in my head. But if you want an even more unedited version, then you should follow both of us on the Periscope. What's your Periscope Periscope username, Jen? It's at some underscore turquoise. Great. We will uh, connect there and I will be sharing whenever you're online. Make sure if you follow Jen on um, Twitter as well, it sends out a tweet to say when the Periscope's happening. So I would suggest you follow Jen on Twitter and then you will absolutely know when it's all happening. And same handle, some underscore turquoise. Bam. All right. Well, please uh, subscribe to the podcast. Also subscribe to something turquoise.com. You do an email. You can add your email address there and keep up to date with what Jen's doing. Oh my gosh. You're amazed. You're amazed. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we shall let people go and continue planning their wedding, get their hair plans happening. Yes. Thank you so much for listening to all of my crazy hair tips. I love them. And um, every month I share a, a, a post giving specific tips about specific styles like top knots or braids or beach hair. So if you if there's a specific style that you want my tips on, feel free to send that over and maybe uh, I'll make my next article about that style. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. 
All right. Until next time, happy wedding planning and happy days. Bye. Save the date wedding podcast. Don't plan your wedding without it.